So homeschooling can be challenging in itself. I know many of you who are listening in probably are either on the fence of homeschooling or you're thinking about it, but I'm going to tell you, being brown, <laughs> colored skin, and homeschooling comes with its own challenges. And I'm going to talk about those challenges that I have experienced, especially from moving from Hawaii and to here. It came with challenges while I was in Hawaii, and it still comes with challenges living in Washington and on the mainland. And I wanted to just share our experiences with you, just in case you are a brown colored skin homeschooler too, because it's something that's not talked about. So let's talk about that. And definitely stay to the end because there are benefits too. And if you love this topic, or if this topic speaks to your heart and you want to hear more about the subject or more about this something in particular, definitely hit me up on Instagram at Kawai underscore Aquin at K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. Let's connect. Let's be friends. And then you can also ask me um, some questions on there and I definitely can make an episode on it if that helps you. So let's jump into this episode. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, my friends. Welcome to another episode. And today we're going to be talking about something that probably doesn't get talked about. (laughs) Being a brown homeschooler. And if you don't know my ethnicity, I am Hawaiian, Filipino, and I have probably like a pinky toe of Chinese in me. (laughs) But yes, mixed plate all together from Hawaii, born and raised, and now living on the mainland in Washington state. And I gotta say, homeschooling is not the norm in Hawaii. And I'm gonna give you kind of a brief history about that. And I didn't know this because, like I said, I didn't go to homeschool. I went to public school, both my husband and I. And I did not know any homeschoolers when I was growing up. So when you think about it in that context, homeschooling was not the norm at all in Hawaii. And it's because it's already a challenge, a struggle for minorities, for brown colored skin people to get good education, scholarships, to get into a good college. And what was bred into us, especially growing up on Oahu uh, in a small community, was that you needed to go to school, public school, private school, some kind of school that was quote-unquote legit. <laughs> That's what it, what I can think of it as explained to me. Like, there's no other option because we need you to be in a normal, traditional school so that you can get scholarships, so that you can get to the next level of college. Why? Because you need a good paying job in order to survive in Hawaii, maybe two of them or three, because it's just so expensive 
to live in Hawaii. And I remember when I was young, my mom always told me that. And the more I learned about, you know, getting a good job, making money, how expensive it was to live in Hawaii, from a young age in elementary, I remember just telling myself I need to excel in school in order to get ahead in life. And that's what I did. I was this overachiever child who just pushed through, got straight A's, excelled AP classes, all of the above, because I know that in my personal family, rarely did anyone even go to a four-year college. There was a handful of us who not only went to a four-year college, but graduated with a degree. That's how slim and not... Like it was not the norm even in our family to do, to do that. And it's not the norm in many Hawaiian households to do that. So I was taught from a young age, you need to excel. And the only place you can do that is in a traditional school. So when I had my own kids, I thought that's where I would put them. Why would I think anything else? And being a colored brown person in Hawaii, we are the majority there. (laughs) The majority goes to traditional school. That's basically where you went. And homeschooling was very, very far from the path of quote unquote greatness to a good college, to a respectful job or career. And I remember when I decided to do it, every single family and friend that I brought it up to gave me like the weird look, even though they gave me great support, uh, supporter words, encouragement. I remember every single one had like that. What? (laughs) Why? Why would you do that? Like, oh, no. Wait, did you say homeschooling? Like, I hope I'm pretty sure if you are a homeschooler, (laughs) you saw that face many of times. And I'm pretty sure if you've been thinking of homeschooling and you mentioned it to someone, they have given you that face, too. I have gotten that face time and time again. And the only reason why I push through is because of my personality, for one. Like, once I start setting my mind to something, (laughs) I don't care what you say. Actually, I'm, like, almost motivated to do the opposite of what you say just to prove you wrong. If you're my people, you can can totally relate. So that's what happened when I decided to homeschool. And so it was almost like being a brown person in my home island that was not acceptable. I was fighting against the norm from the start. And I truly believe like the more and more I dove deeper into homeschooling, the homeschooling world, how it could really support and help each of my child in a customized way, like that's when I truly understood like the benefits of it. But it, it I'm not going to lie, it was hard. It was hard to see my family and friends give me the weird look. It was hard to see them, you know, talk to them and they tell me, when are you going to send your kid back to regular school? (laughs) Like, when is this, you know, trial over? (laughs) That's what it sounded like. They were almost like betting on me to quit, which is sad. Like, it's, it's not the feeling you want to get when you go and see someone and talk to them about like, how's school going for your kids? And you're like oh yeah, I love homeschooling. They're like, really? When are you going to send them back to regular school? Like, aren't you in a good school district by now? (laughs) 
shouldn't they want to like shouldn't you want to send them back to school you really want to stay with your kids all day like i remember that was just not normal at all and many people do what's normal because it's what they know for one it's what they're comfortable with and on top of that it's they don't want to be the outsider because it's not it's not a good feeling sometimes when everyone else does not understand what you are doing and that was just like its own struggle back home in Hawaii and it's sad because I wish more of my you know my people at home really saw the value in homeschooling and just took some time to step back and see what public school what traditional school is really doing to their kids because they do have the power all any person has the power to do homeschooling with their kids and to also have their kids thrive in it but most of the time just like anything in general your mindset your negative words your self-doubt is so much louder than all the positive things um and for me that was one thing that I always was fighting against in like many things in my life. So when it came time to deciding homeschooling, I was like, you know what? It's not forever. I'm just going to try it anyways. Like whether you tell me it's weird or not, I'm going to do it. I'll be the weird one. Whatever. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll go first. And if you like it, then you can come along. If not, then you can watch. And that's kind of was my mentality when I started. But being a brown homeschooler, I was the minority in Hawaii because like I said, none of my other people, I didn't know anybody who homeschooled. So when I started homeschooling, there was like homeschool courses and classes that was near us um, back home. And majority of the people who were participating in those classes were military families. And many of them were white because that's where a lot of the military families came was from the mainland coming to Hawaii to be stationed there. And I learned so much from them. And I got to see like the other side of homeschooling. I got to become friends with many of the parents um, who were homeschooling. There's such a great community in itself. Um, and it's so great to, I feel like it was so refreshing to just see other people who understood what I saw. And it was just sad that I didn't see more of the people that look like me because I was like wow a lot of Hawaiians a lot of the colored the brown the Asians whatever the Polynesians they're missing out on something and it's very hard when someone is not open to seeing what's on the other side um, and that's where a lot of my friends and family were they're on the other side and they just weren't open to seeing what homeschooling could offer um, but that's one of the struggles with being a local Kama'aina, Hawaiian, Asian, just ethnic person living in Hawaii is homeschooling is not the norm. But when you allow other people's experiences, negative experiences, your lack of education and your lack of willingness to see past what everyone expects is the norms and what you should be doing to see into homeschooling, you will discover so much more benefits for your kids. 
you will discover that all your fears that you probably had about homeschooling that everybody else is telling you and like imposing on you is probably false. Like you would see so much more. And then will you homeschool? I don't know. But at least you'll be able to see the benefits of it and weigh it from there versus letting fear dictate your decisions. Now let's talk about being a brown homeschooler on the mainland. <laughs> uh, brown homeschooler in the mainland is the minority too. <laughs> Why? Because it's very similar mentality up here. Like think about it. Back at home, the norm was to send your kid to traditional school because they needed to go to college, get scholarships because most families can't afford college and get a scholarship so they can pay for college so that they can have a decent, good or great career. Now, that is still the same thing that is taught to many colored brown skin families up on the mainland. Same struggle because it is real. It is out there. It is very, very hard for the minority, which is brown and colored. Now, now I'm actually the minority in the population up here. <laughs> and I'm the minority in homeschooling up here on the mainland. And it's, it's a, still a struggle. And so when I continued to homeschool, I know one of the things that was hard was finding, you know, activities for my kids to do. But I am determined because I will look at rec centers. I would look at, you know, I would go on my own field trips. I would do things just to create the homeschool lifestyle that my kids and me and my husband, we all enjoy. Now, most people don't see it that way. They see like, okay, if I homeschool, then I'm just going to like just do schooling. And then maybe if I have time, I'll do something else. We're the opposite. We're like, okay, we'll, we will do schooling, but we want to create this into something that's so awesome for everyone to enjoy. Now, moving to the mainland, I was able to find at least a great community for homeschoolers where we currently live. Now, like the homeschoolers back in Hawaii, the great thing about the homeschooling community up here is the same thing. So welcoming because now you have basically put yourself back in a community that sees past the restrictiveness traditional education mindset meaning like most people who send their kids to public or private school and never consider homeschooling is because they don't want to see past all the homeschooling restrictions oh my gosh socialization they'll get a lack of that oh my gosh it'll be hard to teach my kids oh my gosh i don't have patience oh my gosh like that's what i'm talking about restrictiveness where now you're in a community when you find other homeschoolers, man, it just clicks because they have seen past all that red tape that many people, the world, society, whatever, have placed up to say, don't do homeschooling. Your kids will turn out weird. They will not be able to get a good job. They will not be able to go to college. Like you are setting them up for failure. Like that's literally the blinding um, curtain that traditional school or traditional education has placed for many people, especially us colored brown people. It's almost like a fear where you're going to set your kid up for failure if you homeschool them. And I, I'm very grateful that homeschoolers, no matter what race and color and whatever you are, 
they don't see that at all. Um, we were always welcomed wherever we went. When um, And I feel like just because homeschooling is a minority in itself, we all just come together like, you homeschool too? That is amazing. <laughs> but I got to speak on the other part where we went from being the majority in the, you know, in the race, like for the population in Hawaii, being brown, you're the majority over there, to coming to the mainland and being, now I'm the minority. And I can say like, there has been places we have lived where we are the only brown people <laughs> there, like in our community. And we have been blessed by God for always putting us in places where we are welcomed and loved no matter our color. And the only time we have been discriminated upon was because I remember we were looking for a place to live last year after we sold our house. And when we were trying to look for a place to live, rentals, that's when we were discriminated upon because we would walk in, people would see we were brown and had a gazillion kids. And they're like, no. And you could feel it in the air. You could feel the tension. You could see it on their faces. And I cried. I remember crying each time we went to someplace like that because we weren't even given a chance. Like they just rolled us off right when we walked to the door or right when we were like just pulled up. We were written off. And I hope my kids like never experience that as a mom, but I know that they will, <laughs> which is sad. I know they will experience that because there are always going to be bad people who maybe they don't mean to do that, but they do do that. And it's just something we have to teach our kids, you know, how to navigate. So that was the other struggle we had to grow, grow through. Here, grow through, not go through, grow through. Because now I have to like continuously explain to my kids, like, we're not normal. And I tell them this all the time. We're not normal because we homeschool. We are not normal because we have a gazillion kids. It's not even normal up here. I, I remember my OB telling me that they really don't know what happens after three kids because four and five is rare for people to have. Like, <laughs> And I thought that was funny, but that's true for them up here. So we're not normal because we have a lot of kids. We're not normal or we're not, we don't do the normal things because most families are not like us. And that's the blessing of homeschool. We get to teach our kids that it's okay to not be normal. It's okay to be a little weird. It's okay to be out of the box. Because I would rather my kids be all of that than following something blindly and creating all these false beliefs that would affect them in the future of seeing past that. Like, I'd rather you guys have an open mind a crit like critical thinking be able to you know make decisions confidently for yourselves and be honest and true to yourself and that's one of the biggest blessings about being a brown homeschooler because we continuously got to fight against the norm we continuously have to be out of the box and be you know faced with all this like why are you doing that weird looks I just met this person it was a random stranger but we were talking um and he asked me and he was like oh so does your kids go to the local school right down the road and I said no I homeschool them like it was literally in the middle of the day it was like 12 o'clock <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was like looking at me like 
you kept your kids home today? What's going on? You know? <laughs> and I was like, no, we homeschool. We actually finished schooling for today. So we're like out and about. And his face was like, he, oh, like you homeschool? Like what's wrong with you? Like I could see that. And before I would irritate the heck out of me. But now since that, it's almost like we're immune to it. I look at it as an opportunity to educate people. So uh, that's the blessing and the gift that I see in being this minority in this society is that, yes, I'm brown. Yes, we have a million kids. Yes, we homeschool. But guess what? We now hold the torch to change that image that most people think. Oh, gosh, you homeschool, then your kids are not that well educated. Oh, gosh, you you're brown and you're like not the norm around here why are you here can you really afford living here like that's the kind of faces we get to <laughs> and the what I want to teach my kids is that you know what what we are here to do is not be responsible for what they think and feel but what we can do is help change that image re-educate people you know, teach somebody like what you probably know and think is probably false in a loving way, in a friendly way. And it just takes us being that example for one, two, like growing a relationship with other people that we click with and they may not understand what's happening, but we are there to be that example for them, not to push it upon them, but just to show like this is our life and probably what you're thinking about is way different but what of what reality is and literally just like one friendly smile at a time sharing the aloha and when that happens that brown colored homeschooler bad image starts to dissipate from their minds and uh, that is one of the blessings I'm going to take away and I'm going to share with you as being a brown homeschooler. So if you feel like, man, every time I tell people I'm homeschooling or every time we go somewhere, like people kind of look at me weird or like I'm already the minority, like I don't want to go anywhere where I'm even like that one that totally sticks out. Use it as an opportunity. Use it as you are the leader. You're the first one to go forward and just show other people through your actions through your smile, through your conversations, that this is what it really is like to be a beautiful brown homeschooler living in today's society. And I hope that spoke to you. And if it did, like I said, let's connect on Instagram at Kavai underscore Aquin. And like always, only you can make your day amazing. So definitely go out and do that. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Kavai.